Radio. This is Hurricane Ann, and can y'all hear me? I think I have the right button yes. pushed. <laughs> Hi, Russell. Uh, so this is Gunny, and uh, as y'all know, he's going to be leading the show tonight. Uh, the headline tonight was Dangerous Times, the World According to Gunny, and we will be having special guest Joseph Bernard, my former partner with Resistance Radio, who now has Wolverines, and uh, Gunny is also a co-host for that show as well, so we're all like a big family. And we might be having uh, another co-host from the show, Virgil, calling in later if he'll behave himself. Because, you know, when a bunch of Marines get together and they're heated, how it gets. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> but I, uh, without any further ado, I'll go ahead and introduce Gunny because uh, I'm kind of really haven't been following the news or anything else. I just kind of isolated down on the farm and just did my own thing. So catch me up. What's going on? Uh. Well, I mean, there's a multitude of things going on. Uh, not uh, uh, nothing that we haven't talked about for the most part uh, in the past and stuff like that. Uh, I think one of the first things, uh, of course, the biggest headline going on out there right now is uh, <coughs> excuse me, Russia and Ukraine, and uh, you know, you've got to. Uh, you got to go, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why is Ukraine so important that Russia would invade it? Because seriously, folks, uh, they really don't have anything there other than uh, a little titanium. And they have less than zero. They have less than two hundredths of one percent of the world's oil reserves. Uh, I know a lot of people think about... Uh, Ukraine, they say, all oh, because of Burisma and uh, that sort of thing. <laughs> but they really don't. Uh, Ukraine, through graft and uh, uh, corruption, uh, had become the world's uh, money laundering mat, pretty much. Uh, you know, uh, the biggest example would probably make the uh, mainstream media uh was of course the Burisma story where Hunter Biden had the uh uh <laughs> what half a million dollar a year job and knew nothing about uh, oil. Uh of course uh Mitt <coughs> Mitt Romney's son worked for that same company. This is how they this is how the illegal drug trade, uh illegal weapons trade and government paid uh, uh, members of other governments to do their bidding. Everything kind of went through uh, uh, Ukraine as a money laundering service, and of course, you know, Ukraine took took its cut for doing this. So there's really no reason uh, for Russia to want to invade Ukraine. I mean, you, know, you can go back in the history; it was Soviet satellite country, uh, yada yada, all that. But uh, the one thing you really have to think about uh, when you think Ukraine uh, is uh, just track with me here a little bit. Uh, Putin 
Russia uh, is no friend to the U.S., okay? Uh, I mean, you know, countries fight on each other, we're guilty of it, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so you have to wonder what is there in Ukraine that would be that important to Putin for him to go on a uh, 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 escalation uh, of arms and troops like this. And there's only one thought that you could logically come up with on that, and that would be the one thing Putin does not support is the New World Order. In that way, he is our friend. He wants no part of that for his country. Uh, he likes his power, uh, and he plans to keep it. So I imagine there's absolutely a treasure trove of uh, blackmail material on all the world's leaders uh, sitting there somewhere in the Ukraine, wherever these decisions are made and done. So anyway, so you have that happening. Uh, I really don't... Uh, uh, I've, he's probably going to uh, invade Ukraine and nobody's going to do anything about it. Uh, you know, it's going to be kind of like uh, Kramera when they did that and stuff like that. So, you know, you've got that uh, uh, instability working right there. You know, just uh, spend a few minutes and uh, uh, research uh, the amount of funds that move through the country of Ukraine. I mean, it's just absolutely unbelievable for a country that has really nothing to offer uh, as far as resources. Okay, on the other side of that... uh, we bailed out of Afghanistan, uh, left them billions and billions of dollars of weapons, ammunition, and stuff like that. Now, what a lot of people don't understand, okay, Afghanistan, there's one country that they consider to be their parentheses friend, and that is Turkey. All right. Now, uh, on the other hand, Afghanistan and China have had a long, long, warm relationship that dated back to the time uh, that they fought the Nazis side by side and stuff. And now the question you've got to ask yourself about Afghanistan was not only the pullout, which was definitely, uh, I feel, the arming of our enemies and stuff like that. But what a lot of people don't know about Afghanistan uh when I think Afghanistan, uh, and that probably think poppy, and yes, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, the world's poppy grown and exported there, and it goes to big pharma and uh, drug dealers and everybody else. It's regulated, no way, shape, or form. But what people don't know, and one of the important things to understand why China makes such a quick and decisive move to uh, let's say, aid the Afghans in learning how to uh, use their Christmas presents, uh, is the fact that Afghanistan has about $3 trillion, that's trillion with a T, reserves of copper, gold, gems, copper, very important in the use of building of electronics and stuff like that. And Afghanistan 
is the Saudi Arabia of lithium. And what do all these uh, electric cars run on? Uh, all this sort of thing. Uh, lithium uh, is the essential product to uh, this big uh, Green Deal, Save the Planet group of people that uh, uh, advocate that this is uh, the way to save the planet or whatever. Uh, which, I don't know, to me, uh, it's about the same as uh, uh, nuclear waste. You know, uh, you have all these batteries at the time. They're hazardous material, and there's no effective way to get rid of them, to recycle them, to use them in any way. So you have that. Uh, uh, and then now, uh, in that same region there, now you have uh, uh, ISIS fully on. You've got China there. You've got China belly up with Saudi Arabia. Because... Uh, <coughs> uh, they don't trust the Biden administration. So you've got uh, China over there helping them with their missile programs and stuff. Uh, now, below Iran's going to get the nuke uh, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. I'm going to tell you right now, Afghanistan is under Russia's wing also. And I'm telling you right now, they have nukes. All right. Now, I really don't think uh, or foresee a nuclear attack or an EMP attack. Let me interrupt for a second. Let me just interrupt for a second. And uh, Joseph, I hadn't forgot about you. I'll be bringing you on in just a minute. I know I never kept him on hold that long. (laughs) Uh, But a lot of people haven't listened, maybe haven't listened to the show before, so maybe they're not familiar with you. So do you mind just giving a little bit of your history? Uh, so that people know that how you know what you know what you're talking about. You know, I'm talking about your uh, contract work or your military. You know. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, uh, I was United States Marine. Uh, I served in. Uh, I served on several continents. Uh, a lot of it, South Central America, uh, Somalia, that area. <coughs> Excuse me, uh, Eastern Europe, and uh, and then I contracted for quite a few years and stuff like that for the uh, various alphabet boy groups. Right. Okay. Good. Just so you know, know that pretty qualified guy traveled around the world and been in combat, does politics. So, you know, a really good source to know. You know who you're listening to and what he's doing. And you sound like you – I heard that you had laryngitis, a little birdie told me, just yesterday. So why don't you put yourself on mute for a second and go get you a cough drop and something warm to drink, and I'll put Joseph on real quick, and you can go get something. All right, that sounds like a deal. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. And let me introduce Jessica Bernard, who host the former Resistance Radio and – then the Mega News Network, and now I think you've changed it to Wolverines, right? <laughs> I can't keep up. Are you there, Joseph? Hello. I bet he's on mute, trying to get back over to the computer, or he might have just uh, stepped out for just a minute. Hello, Joseph. Okay, Russell, you can come back in. <laughs> 
Sorry about that, guys. You know, uh, while I'm waiting on the guys, I was thinking about something that I had read before, which, uh, you know, some people follow and some people don't. That's our little alphabet friend that we're not supposed to talk about. But it, you know, brought to my attention again, uh, it's in the back of my mind, that he talked about, you know, HRC and uh, and also Obala. And if you remember when Obala got caught on that hot mic and he said, I'll have more flexibility after the election. You know, that was a statement that he made to Putin and Obala did. Correct. If you remember, Obala also refused to send weapons to Ukraine. And in that specific drop that I'm talking about from my alphabet friend, when I investigated it a little bit, it actually was some accurate information. And, uh, you know, it basically ties Obala and Ukraine uh, to the bank. You said you said the U.S. aid Ukraine, the worldwide aid Ukraine. Think about uranium sale of U.S. uranium to Russia. If you remember who did that, right? Which uh, right. one of our HRC, you know. And then it. But then he said, think Ukraine, think Iran, Russia, and Iran in allies. And he put a question mark. Are they allies? And then you put Russian, Iran, and China allies, question mark. And, you know, it's funny that you should be talking about that just this minute. And I'm thinking about that Q-drop, you know. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and in that drop, he also said the U.S. politician uh, political corruption, China, U.S. political corruption, Ukraine. And then it put – he also put U.S. leverage on behalf of dot, 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 dot. Probably, I would guess, Joe Biden, you know. And uh-huh. God knows who else probably HRC. And then he put uh, U.S. political corruption for Russia, U.S. political corruption for Iran. He put, what's the common denominator? China, Russia, and Iran. Closed financial right. system. Think logical. So banking, closed financial system, don't right. you think that that has a lot to do with their allies? You know, So you're looking at Russia to do this. Why are they taking Ukraine? You were talking today about how – I haven't really been following the news, so I don't really know a lot about what's really going on, but you had said – if they take that, then China would definitely take Taiwan. Well, of course he would because they're allies, you know. And with them falling in with Iran, all this stuff with Afghanistan, Afghanistan is in China. Now we know that Russia, Iran, and China are allies, you know. It's all uh-huh. biblical. It's biblical, isn't it? That's crazy. Well, it it, it truly is. Uh, it truly is. In some uh, uh, in some cases, I mean, it's pretty spooky. Uh, and uh, if there is any chance, I think if there's any chance whatsoever uh, of this turning nuclear, and I think that is like a uh, uh, pretty far outreaching uh, extrapolation to think that, because uh, first of all, uh, if you want to take over a country uh, and its resources and stuff, you do not want to destroy its infrastructure to the point that you have to rebuild the whole thing. Uh, so I really don't see that happening. The only the only wild card in that hand right there, though, is Iran. Because Iran is the uh, only group involved in all of this that I think is uh, criminally insane enough to use a nuke. And so if that were to happen, uh, Israel would pretty much be ground zero for that. So it would go from there. Like I said, I don't see that happening. I think what we will see, 
I think the first thing they're going to hit is the uh, banking system. Talking about cyber attacks. Uh, we've had some of the big banks here come under attack over the last year. Over the last few days, has something happened? It seems like I heard something just happened uh, with that, didn't it? I'm not sure on that, to be honest with you. Joseph, are you there? I think I lost Joseph. Did you? I don't know. I've been trying to get him on, and he's not answering my text. And he hasn't said nothing. He's not on mute. So that's odd, you know, <laughs> right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am on speakerphone. I can't figure out how to get it off of I'm using my husband's phone. I had some problems with my microphone. So I apologize. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, uh, as you say, stuff like that. I think it will be cyber attack. Uh, they'll take a uh, uh, they'll attack the banking system first and foremost. I think. Uh, uh, was that Joseph? Uh, he's not on. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, so you attack the banks and shut that down. And think about it. Uh, I guarantee you, eighty-five. Uh, percent of the American people do everything through their credit cards, debit cards, uh, digital, you know, the digital payment money thing and stuff like that. You very see anybody carrying cash anymore. Uh, so you hit the uh, uh, banking structure. That causes a panic. Okay, you know, shutting down the banks for a few days isn't going to be the problem. They'll work that out or whatever and, uh, the banks are open back up, but now the majority of the American people, they have to go a week, ten days without getting any money. They're gonna be uh they're gonna be in a bind. It's gonna become very, very chaotic. Uh so you've got that there's a run on the banks that collapses that. Uh our infrastructure, from what I've been told now. I don't have first-hand knowledge of this. I am not an electrical engineer or uh, anything along those lines, okay? But I've been told by several uh, people who are very much in the know that our infrastructure, the uh, cybersecurity around that stuff is pretty much a joke. So uh, they'll take grids down, chaos, uh, rain. You know, the supply chain is already in so you throw those three things together there, and you're going to have complete chaos. Uh, you roll in uh, under the guise of UN peacekeepers, and uh, you have yourself the United States of America. And, uh, oh, and you know what? If it's okay, I want to go off topic here for just a second. Uh, Hurricane. I want to talk about yeah. uh, President Trump for a second, okay? Now I've seen what? a horrendous amount Wait, of Trump bashing going on. Oh, huh? no, no. oh you're going to Trump bash? No, no. I said I've Trump. seen a. Uh, no, I want oh, to. I'm like, uh, oh, fuck up. This is my show, and we are not going to hijack my show with Trump bash. <laughs> I'm like, hell no. No, 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 no. But there's there, there's something I wanted to say about that. <laughs> For all y'all out there bashing Trump, saying he's a traitor, he sold out, 
uh, this, that, or one thing or another. Let me tell you people something. Uh, your memories are uh, shorter than your penises, okay? Uh, President Trump was probably, and I was not a great, great fan of President Trump. I no, like you him. Not. You were not. I think, I think the man did, he probably did the best job of running the country, probably better than even Ronald Reagan. And stuff. Now I had I, I had my issues with him here and there on certain topics and stuff. But I'm gonna tell you stupid people out there something and I'm not talking to uh I'm not talking to the majority of y'all. I'm talking about y'all out there that uh uh oh well, you know, he supports the vaccination, he's sold out that let me tell you something. Y'all are so ignorant of what freedom and liberty is that, you know, you should probably go over to your mama's house and ask her to slap you, okay? Uh, <laughs> President Trump <laughs> President Trump made the decision that he thought was best for him, his family, and the country with the information he had. Now, President Trump mm-hmm. is not a career, was not a career politician. He did not know who those players were. So at points, he had to trust the people around him to bring him good people. If anything, that's where the failure began. And I'm going to tell you right now, you choosing to do what's best for you, whether it's take the shot, not take the shot, advocate for the shot, fight against the shot. You know what? You do what you think is best for you your family, and those that you love. And this hating, well, hating each other because whether you've been stuck in the arm or not is silly. And President Trump did a great job, and and, and uh, uh, you people are just, uh, y'all was right there. And I just don't know what to say, right? President Trump was a good man. He did a good job. Uh, I I don't agree with uh, his stand on the uh, the vaccination. I do not. Uh, uh, Every day that goes by and the information that comes out, I feel better and better about my own personal decision to stay unvaxxed. So, you know, whether you're vaxxed or not should not be an issue between people in any way, shape, or form. And that's for both sides, you know. but can you I just ask you one thing? Like, I'm kind of, I don't want to, I could do a whole show on that, just about how I feel about, you know, how he feels about the jab, you know. But uh, but to make it real short, I, you know how I think, right? So, I, all right, so if this whole thing is a plan, okay, which it still might be, and we pray to God it is, okay, it don't look like it is. It really does not look like it is. But let's just for a minute say that it was, you know, for one second, the plan. If we were at war and and you were a general and you know we were planning our our strategies for our side to go into to, as war to the other side, you know, you wouldn't want anybody else to know what you were doing. No. No. So. Not. Uh, but you would have to. And you'd have to know that, you know, like if something happened with your men or something like that, that was on your team. You have to trust them, you know, no matter what you see or what you hear or what the enemy might try to make you think or whatever's going on. You still got to trust that, you know, 
your men are doing their mission, right? So there's a part of me right. that feels like that we should still just not that, that people shouldn't just turn on him. That we should just we should trust him like you would if you were on a mission. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, you know, and uh, I tell you what, uh, to this day, and uh, like I said, I had a couple issues with President Trump on it. Excuse me, a couple different things. Uh, But, you know, you're not going to agree with everything someone does all the time. Hey, uh, you know, Joseph's back. I got him on hold. Okay. Uh, But uh, one other thing, thing just real, real quick, uh, since we leaned over that way. Uh, all these hundreds of thousands of uh, home test kits they're uh, sending out to American citizens for the COVID. Guess where those things are made? Probably China. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I said that. Hey, right? Hey, hey, hey Russell, y'all. how you doing, brother? <laughs> Um, I well, you, everything you. Russell said, everything he said, you know, is yeah, I have to agree with because right now these times, like like the show says, this is very dangerous, dangerous times right at the moment. But what we really need to do is keep focused on Israel because that's, I believe, and I agree with Russell on this, I believe that's where Ground Zero may take place when all this starts, you know, well, and, and everything. And we talked about this last night on our show. And a lot of stuff that I'm hearing from the UK, and I got a good friend of mine up there, and he confirmed this as well. As this, he told me, and also another source, don't believe what we're hearing on the news because some of, a lot of it's not even true. It's propaganda. Let me ask the two of y'all a question. What is yeah, everything brother. going on? What is everything going on uh, along the Ukraine border there, and all these flyovers and all this tension and saber rattling and all that? Mm-hmm. Was a distraction because what's happening here in the states right now? Well, here's one for you. Wisconsin sent an emergency bill. Their House of Commons sent an emergency bill. To their Senate, uh, this is the state of Wisconsin. I think it's Bill 783. Oh, I saw I'm that. I'm pulling that mm-hmm. off memory. Uh, and uh, uh, they're uh, pulling back their electoral votes for Biden. Yeah. To yep. reclaim I, their votes and release those votes again. Uh, you've got several other states that are just now getting to the point of finishing theirs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and sixty states following following with that, and it's, it's like we I talked to Carmelito tonight about. We talked about that. If we can get the other states to come in, this will give us a chance to finally investigate the twenty twenty elections. Maybe. Well. Well. Uh, Maybe. Well, you see what's happening. Uh, Joseph, the individual states are doing it because the federal government refused to do it, okay? And uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this on uh, Hurricane Show because it's the one thing that really changed my way of thinking years and years ago. Uh, a wise old lawyer, somebody I respected very, very much, uh, 
uh, we're sitting there talking, having a couple of whiskeys, drinking a cigar, talking about this. And I was real, real involved in uh, mm-hmm. party, I guess you would call it party politics. Uh, and so, mm-hmm. like I said, we were sitting there talking to him, and he listened to what I said. He looked over at me just a somber, looked me straight in the eyes, and he, he told me, he goes, Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, he had a sense of humor, too, yo. He told you, he said, grasshopper. He goes, the left wing <laughs> and the right wing right. belong to the right. belong to the same bird. Okay, so oh, there is no two Joseph parties. That... I couldn't hear you. Joseph was talking. What did you say? Oh, he, laughing. Uh, he I told me you. that. Uh, yes, he, uh, uh, he told me he, uh, he had a sense of humor. He called me grasshopper. Uh, he said, Grasshopper, he goes, the right wing and the left wing belong to the same bird. And that was such simple logic that it just struck me. Uh, and that changed my whole mode of thinking uh, towards everything. And, uh, you know, there's a lot going on right there with the election and stuff like that. All these different states are... Uh, their audits come and do Wisconsin six and yank their ten electoral uh, votes uh, back. Uh, uh, you know you've got that going on. Uh, uh, Maxwell hasn't uh, been clinched yet, so uh, she's talking. She's giving people up. Uh, Prince Andrew has been officially stripped. Of all his royal titles, duties, and all that kind of stuff. Now, okay, stop. Mm-hmm. Sorry, right. stop. Going over stuff too fast. Go back to Maxwell. I told you I haven't been in the loop for all for all my listeners. So I guess everyone that's probably tuning in, most of the people that are tuning in are probably my regulars. And so uh, I know y'all probably miss me, and I have been dodging out on y'all. I admit, but it's only because I haven't been one to give my people inaccurate information. And because I'm on the radar, I've been canceled under cancel culture. And I know people have been trying to get a hold of me. Uh, my website, hurricaneand.com, was taken down. My Vimo, my Patreon, my PayPal, my Twitter, my dog's Twitter, my groups, my communities. You name it, it's freaking going. So I've been laying really low on my podcast. And I finally just decided, hey, I'm like, we're all going to probably die before too long. So... I might as well do what I can online while I can, so let's just get it out. And when I saw Gunny's post today, I was like, I'm, I need to do something. I need to start doing my show all the time or cancel it because you know why? Because I spend a lot of money keeping this, uh, these shows all running, <laughs> and I don't use them. You know, so I need to right. Them, you know? Well, you should do what I did because I, they canceled me out too. But what I did was I got a, I got a speaker. And since I got a speaker, I've been downloading our shows from there on the Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and all this. So I'm covered. I got banned on YouTube. <laughs> they banned me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I have so, the podcast. We're on just about every podcast uh, uh, app there is, including Apple Podcasts. So it, uh, the podcast gets out pretty good, but I just, I've been afraid to lose it, so I've been kind of laying low. Yeah. Same with that. But I'm fixing to come out with all my videos. I'm redoing all my videos on YouTube, which is Wolfpack Radio, P-A-Q Radio. And I'm going to be redoing all of them, making them more current, and have them ready to be published as soon as Trump opens Trump Social. So be looking for that, okay? 
I'll tell you about me. I don't, I don't let cancer culture bother me. I just fight back. I just find other ways to get back on, you know, and everything. That's what you got to do. And, and everything. Well, look at Neil Young. I mean, he was like throwing a fit because Joe Bonger was, you know, doing some shows on Funny Fox. Well, he's like, well, I'm going to yank all my music if Spotify doesn't choose me over him. Well, guess what? Neil Young lost his ass with Spotify. Uh, you know, uh, people are getting tired well, of this but, culture. But, They're tired of it. Uh, but yeah. getting back to uh, uh, Maxwell, just laying or have you say his first name, Maxwell. Yeah, that's what I wanted to know what's uh, going on with that because I really don't know. To be honest with you, I find it very, very hard to believe that she's still breathing. Uh, and she got slammed. Uh, she was found guilty on uh, five of the six. Uh, uh, charges against her. Uh, I don't know exactly what her sentence was, but it could have been up to 60 years in prison. Uh, but I want to know uh, is if she's going to get uh, uh, if they're going to throw that out because I, you know, I, I heard some chatter that they were trying to get like a mistrial or something because of one of the jurors, and I was like, oh my god, surely not. And I was like, well, knowing these crooked bastards, they might, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, anything's possible in the judicial system. Because for you, those of you who don't remember, and the only president in history to do it, okay, and this is where the setup came, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> this is how they really took control of the things uh, there in the 90s. Uh, when Bill Clinton was elected president right after he was inaugurated. And the only president that I'm aware of in the history of the United States who did such things, he went in and he fired every federal-level judge. And they started talking mm-hmm. them with, uh, 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 liberals, left-leaning, whatever you want to call them, okay? So that's going. Now, the education system, we've gone into depth before uh, in the past, too. Uh, they've had completely control of the education systems uh, since at least the 90s. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking 30 years. Uh, <laughs> indoctrination has been going on for 30 years, and that's how you get to a place like... Uh, we are now, and uh, I'm telling people that, you know, don't be afraid of what's going on out there. And I see they running the fear factor back up. I see people with masks everywhere and stuff. Uh, again, you know, and if wearing a mask makes you feel good, fine, wear one. You know, uh, for some reason, we don't have a problem with y'all's choices. Uh, but uh, y'all seem to have one heck of a problem with our choice. I mean, whatever, uh, uh, whatever happened to uh, you know, my body, my choice. Uh, we're not doing that anymore. I mean, is that like passe now or something? Uh, right, right. You know, uh, it's just gotten to the point of being ridiculous. But uh, anyway, there's supposed to be five. Getting back to uh, Maxwell, 
there was a lawsuit to keep names of five, I guess, very, very high-profile people uh, out of what was coming, and uh, she refused to take part in that. So uh, it was shortly after that was announced that uh, Prince Andrew was stripped of his titles and all his royal duties. What have you. So you've got that. You've got the audits uh, coming out. It's not looking good for uh, the Democrat Party on this. And uh, when I say that, I mean, they're the ones who were involved in uh, the fraud uh, that uh, uh, was the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. But but oh, I, 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 that does not mean that I in any way advocate for the Republican Party because the Republican Party has done nothing to push the issue of finding out what you know was going on and how the Republican Party did not like our president. Okay, uh, he did. They did not like President Trump. He was outsider. He was actually. He actually did more for the American people, people of color than uh, any president uh, in the history of this country. Uh, and to judge him on his choice of whether or not to uh, get vaxxed or not be vaxxed, uh, I find that uh, uh, I find that a little fascist. You know, people are saying that you know really ought to uh, rethink their definition of. Uh, Freedom and liberty. Now, you know, and now we're talking about the far extreme ends of each group there and stuff. Uh, these people that are advocating violence, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that. These are people who have never seen extreme violence up close and personal, okay? I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you do not want this to come down to something like that in any way, shape, or form. The way we beat these people is unity, standing together. Uh, uh, Canada has Trudeau uh, treed right now. Uh, the longest convoy in uh, uh, the history of the world, according to... Uh, uh, what is that, the... Uh, Book of World Guinness. Yeah, I think the longest. I think the longest convoy prior to that was uh, seven point five kilometers. Uh, One leg is one leg of this one that hadn't even caught up to the main group yet is a hundred is a hundred and fifty miles long. So, I mean, you've got mm-hmm. literally thousands of people stay. And you're not hearing about this except through uh, people like uh, Hurricane Joseph, uh, stuff like that. The media is not covering any of this. Uh, if it is, it's, you know, uh, uh, a minute out of a 24-hour cycle or something because they just have to show a little mm-hmm. bit to cover their ass. Oh, they're going to do it again on the 29th. And then they're calling them uh, domestic terrorists. Uh, I mean, right here in uh, our home state of Texas, uh, right there in, uh, right outside of Austin, I think it was Round Rock, you had a parent and a pastor arrested uh, uh, for uh, domestic terrorism for speaking out against what the school uh, 
That's uh, right down the street from me. It just pisses me off to no end. I cannot believe that crap. You know, I'm furious. It's just right. It's like only like just right down the road from us. You know. But I yeah. think something else. And here in Texas, we were betrayed. I've been trying to warn you, Gunny, about Ted Cruz, and I'm telling you, he's got you. I know he did good. He was so good. He was like a good soldier under Trump. He was. He did everything like he was supposed to. He said all the right things. He just did it. He did a great job. You know, leading under Trump. I'm proud of how he did, but it's all a trick. You know, it's still a trick. Y'all can't fall for this this guy. Okay, I'm telling you. And you know, he still yeah. is calling January 6th people terrorists. And he just was on yes, you know uh, TV. I'm, I mean, he just disgusts me. And people forget that he has uh, all of his transcripts filled, and that he still has a Goldman sex life, and that he was on the Air Force One with. Obala during the primaries, the 2016 primaries, you know? So, uh-huh. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff about this guy that his religion's real fucking weird, okay? And then he always looks like he's just, he's snake, he's just, I, I know that everybody's going to vote for him, especially militia, but I think it's a big trick. I really don't trust him. I think he's another Obama. Like you said, the right and the left, but I think he's got us all head winked. He's kind of scary. Oh, yeah. I would agree with you 100%. And, you see, and I'm glad you brought that up, Hurricane, because what, what Hurricane just said is a prime example. You could not find a better example than what Hurricane just gave us on what Washington, D.C. does to the actual good people that get elected and are going to go there and make a difference. They get ate up, they get blackmailed, they become part of the establishment, they speak out of both sides of their face, uh, and thank you for that, Hurricane. We could not have a better example of what D.C. does to good people than Ted Cruz, and I agree with you 100% on that, uh, without a doubt. Uh, yes, uh, and this right there is why... It's going to take more than that. The corruption has got to be weeded out, okay? And uh, there's there's ways to do that peacefully. Uh, I'm telling you, there, there's really you not. people, you it's, people who want a civil war. A <laughs> I'm really praying for that. I still, I still, yeah. and where the the clueless, I guess what y'all call the idiots who are still hopelessly believing that there was a plan because I think that I still think that uh, that the election was a uh, I still think that it was it was a sting. I really do think they had every single one of those blockchain and tracked, you know? I, I, I know they did. I know they did. I know they did. I really think it's going to come out, but I, uh, you know, I, I listen to this one guy who a lot of people don't believe. They say he's just full of crap. But I don't know if he's full of crap or not. And I, I don't ever talk about him on my show too much because, you know, it's just me listening to somebody else. It's not – I consider myself a real investigative journalist. And so uh-huh. I don't But his opinion is he says that the White Hats are in control, but that it's a fight for our life. But he said it's going to be like a near di- a near – death experience like people pretty much have to feel like they're going to end up having like a near-death experience and he said that many many times and it makes me think that (laughs) this is about you know this is about as as close i'm praying and i know the odds are that the white hats aren't in control i'm not an idiot Mm -hmm. but 
But I'm also, what else do we have besides hope, okay? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what yeah. the hell else do we have besides just curling up in a fetal position and crying ourselves and sucking our thumb or going completely freaking postal, you know? So I just well, you know, people can laugh at me and call me a blissful idiot all they want to, but I still believe QAnon's information was correct. It was just the people that interpreted it that was wrong because I learned a lot of information, and y'all know that my videos were good and accurate, you know? And so right. I, I found some really great stuff. And that's oh, just yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Right. Uh, I mean, yes, everything you did was very well researched, very well presented, uh, you know, and we need to get back onto that because unity is going to be the only way to do this because I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want this conflict to run over into the streets. Uh, they're pushing more and more to keep everybody uh, afraid. Uh, yep. The PSYOP is picking up steam again. But the good news on that end of it is that they are losing control of the narrative, okay? Now, you yeah, know, okay, listen, this, that's, what I, this, that's where I wanted to interrupt you at because on your thing today, uh, today on your Facebook, as soon as I saw your Facebook post, I was like, oh, hey, that's really good. I need you, I need you to do the show tonight, you know, because you, you know, you're right on target, you know. But one of the things that you said was that they're not going to attack, that you, don't, that you think it's going to be cyber attacks, which is going on right now. And there's, there's all kinds of talk about the power grid going down, and hacking the banking systems, and all kinds of stuff. You know, it's going on, just like you talked about. Yeah. And that uh, you said you didn't think that they would maybe not nuke the us because they plan on taking it over, right? You said, "quote Unless things right. go horribly, you know, Israel will be ground zero for any kind of nuke attack. Unless things go horribly stupid, there will be no nuke or EMP attack on American soil. You don't destroy what you want to occupy, so it's more likely." That it will be done through cyber attacks. That's a quote from your post today on Facebook. Okay, now, but what I want to bring to your attention is, uh, I thought I thought the same thing, maybe, but I thought they would maybe attack the East Coast because I knew they own mostly more stuff in the West, right? And because of the water and the, and the water supplies and things like that, you know. But uh, but that guy I was talking about, the guy that I listen to, that some people don't give credit to, he's called 107, and some people like him and some people don't, but I've really followed just about everything he's ever done and studied him real closely, you know, and uh, one of the things that he said before is, and I've heard this also, was that in their 16-year plan with eight years with Obama and eight years with uh, Hillary, right, that during exactly. her uh, eight years that they were actually going to allow a nuke to nuke a American city. And then from there, that's how they were going to come in with the UN and take over and get martial law and you know start taking over like they're doing now. But that was uh, uh, off the table. They got taken off the table. Trump, so Trump, I wouldn't be surprised Trump, if, Trump, if they went back to their old playbook because they always do. And if that was their playbook, then I wouldn't. They might have even tried to in Nashville, you know, on Christmas that time. So yeah. But, what, you know, don't I think well, it's possible you, that they could do that with this narrative changes? And the fact is that we cannot have a 2024. There's not a freaking 2024. There is never, ever going to be a 2024, a real 2024, and 2020 is freaking fixed. Oh, well, not until yeah. this is all fixed first. Well, not you know, sometimes between now and uh, November – 
they're going to have to figure out a way to get Americans scared enough to lock them down uh, again and stuff. And uh, so what you're going to have, it's for the life of me, I cannot understand why people cannot see this. Okay, uh, first of all, these shots that those who choose to get them get, they're not free, Okay. They're being bought and paid for. Follow the money trail. That goes right back to Pfizer, Fauci, and Bill Gates. Now, Bill Gates has been an advocate for world depopulation for at least the last 20 years, if not 25. Uh, So these people own the patents on this virus. We know it went from here to China to uh, Wuhan, where it was advanced. You got all these people working in coercion with each other. Uh, this accident happened just uh, during uh, the time when uh, Chinese people were going on vacation. So, you know, they flew out to all parts of the world infected with this stuff. Uh, thank God it uh, has not turned out to be as deadly as uh, they hoped it would. I do believe that. Uh, so it's just, you know, it, it, what are they going to pull next? they got to do something, okay? And uh, a good friend of mine uh, made a point a while back and stuff, and it's uh, her magic, him or him or I can't hardly say this word, hemorrhagic fever, which people bleed out of their orifices and stuff like that. Uh, It's considerably uh, more dangerous, I'm sorry, more deadly than uh, the COVID. And uh, last I heard, there were 6,500 cases in the U.S., and these people had not been quarantined or set aside uh, or watched or anything, so they were free to travel. Uh, So, I mean, you know, they've got to do something that's going to kick the side up up, up high enough to scare everybody into compliance again. And I'm afraid that's going to have to be something pretty horrific but then again, if you look at the numbers as people uh, uh, present them and stuff like that, 20% of the people are aware of what's going on. Uh, it's what we call uh, their weight, right? They understand. They know what's going on. Uh, they're freaking out a little bit. 30% of the population is COVIDians what I call COVIDians, okay? Uh, You could run the truth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They can watch it on their devices and stuff, and they're still not going to believe that COVID isn't the uh, big, bad boogeyman, okay? Now, the other 50% of America, and these are the ones that we really try to need, uh, really try to... Uh, reach out to to talk to us though because 50% of America is just compliant they don't care 
right. Oh, they want me to get a shot. I'll get a shot. No big deal. Uh, whatever, you know, just as long as they leave me alone. I don't want the problems with this and that and uh, yada, yada. So that's where the problem lies. And we've got to do what we can from this and here to reach out to them and you know, we're all going to have to stand, in, uh, stand united. And you're seeing people all over the world, and you're not seeing this, of course, uh, uh, on the mainstream media, nothing standing up. Hundreds of thousands of people showing up, protesting stuff. Uh, so the world is waking up to what's going on. So it, as Hurricane was saying a while ago, are the white hats winning? Uh, I don't think so. But they're not losing either. I think right now you're at the pitch of this battle. And what's coming out on the fraud of 2020, uh, what's coming out on these vaccines and stuff. And uh, if you follow the money show, that goes right back to Bill Gates, Pfizer, and Fauci. <laughs> That's where your money trail takes you. These guys are getting filthy rich, and uh, you're paying for all of it with your tax dollars. There is no such thing as a free shot, a free meal, anything. So, uh, you know, we have to stand united and stand, you know, together, and we may have to do what Iceland did, you know. It, it may take four or five million of us going up there to uh, D.C., unarmed, uh, and uh, demand that they step down, uh, close off the roads. You know, if they let uh, BLM and Tifa do it, uh, we can do it too. Uh, By the way, uh, you'd you'd probably still be in the D.C. jail if I hadn't pulled you back, so you're welcome. (laughs) I yeah. told you my intuition. I told my I have good intuition. I told you it was a setup. You know, yeah, we pulled out. Right. We, all, we pulled out at the last minute, and I told uh, Gunning, I said, "Well, I don't want to look like a puss to you because you're the, you know, the one person I want to impress. You know, my militia captain. You know, but I told him, I said, I really feel like you're, you're going against everything that you ever taught me. You're going against emotion because Trump called you, and I said, and you told me that there's no room for emotion in war." So why why are you going on in the ambush situation <laughs> across country in bad weather conditions with strict gun laws and setting ourselves into enemy territory? You know I'm not doing it. It's a trap. You know I was like besides that my intuition tells me it's a trap. You know mm-hmm. I can't yeah, do it. You were not right on that. You know uh, we would have been in the middle of that trap because you know if I would have had to take. Gotten a chance to prop my feet up on the desk to take a picture. I would have. <laughs> and you remember when we were going? I told you that the only way that I would go is if you agreed that we went strictly gray man, so no one could tell we were Democrat or Republican or anything, and that we would only stay on the outside perimeter of all crowds. You know that we wouldn't go along with any of the crowds. Remember, I told you that. Right. Uh-huh. That's the only way I would do it. I was so freaked out about it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it turns out right. you were right and stuff. And uh, so, anyway, you know, uh, well, we just just uh, there's only one thing we can do. And I tell you what, if somebody's sitting there telling you they know what's going what's going to happen, 
Uh, they know how this is going to play out. This, 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 this. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, with the players we've got going on and with everything involved in this, there are so many variables. There is no way to nail down what is coming or how it's coming. It's a day-to-day thing, and the best thing you can do, and myself, and Hurricane, and Joseph, and uh, all you out there listening to it, is one, pay attention to what's going on, uh, uh, keep your heads on a swivel, and uh, live without fear, enjoy life, live like a free American, uh, stand against these mandates, speak out, uh, and uh, wherever you can, and if you're able to do it, get groups of people together and go to these uh, school board meetings. You stand against what they're doing to our children. Uh, well, I say our children. I apologize for that. Uh, I don't have any uh, uh, of my own, well, that I'm aware of, you know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it, it, this is far beyond about us. Uh whether we like it or not, we are the generation that this uh, uh, has fallen upon. And it's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. Either we stand together and work against these inherently evil people, uh, or uh, we will forever be known in the annals of history as the generation that let freedom die, and uh, I can't I let that happen. Known as. That's what it looks like. Do you don't think they're going to red dawn us? Let's be honest. You don't look. They've got all these. They've got all these ships. They've got thousands of ships. Mm-hmm. Ships lined up. Okay. I've already yeah. exposed the fact that they had gave the port of Long Beach to China. All right. Do you know that they right. recently, just in the last two months, pulled my Watch the water video off of YouTube that covered that them selling in the the, the port to, to China. Do you know they just pulled that off of YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently, recently. And why would they just now do that? You know why? Because Trump took the port away from them, and now they have the port again. Okay, they made it where only certain mm-hmm. trucks can come in with certain emissions, certain years. They're doing everything they can to block. You know this. This is all on purpose. But what's really going on when we're watching the right hand, the left hand, we've got – we already know that there, that's a deep under underwater uh, base that you can go in with submarines underneath the port. Okay, That was, uh, that was our, our base there, a naval base, you know, for years and years and years exactly. that the deep state gave it to China. So what are they bringing in? What are they setting up? What have they already had while they had 30 years or 20 years, however, it is that they owned the port and ran the port 100%. So you've got all these sleeper cells all over America. Not only that, but they've been bringing in by airplane, military airplane, for since he got elected, Honduran, Colombian, all these different Central American people day after day after day, Jamaicans, now Afghanistan, and they've been bringing them in. They're flying them in, including right now, if you went outside my she shed where I'm at right now, it sounds like a war zone every night to these jets and stuff flying into uh, Fort Hood. It never was like that before, I tell you that much. I have never seen the activity that we're seeing now. But what's going on, and this is very reliable information, they're bringing these people in. 
and you think that they're putting them in these giant tent cities that they have on a military basis, and the, they are set up. These tent cities are. We have had eyes on them set up on these military bases, and they're bypassing state laws by going to the federal military base, okay? And so they're bringing them in, and you think that they're in these tent cities, but instead they're giving them tickets and money and whatever and flying them out to whichever state or wherever they're going to. You're seeing all these thousands yes. and thousands and thousands of homes popping up everywhere. There's no country left here in Temple, Texas, where I'm at. I bet there's thousands. There's all the countryside is just all around me, just popping up with these homes. These are these are probably bringing in to replace us when they kill us off with the bags. And these tent cities that you think all the illegals are in that they're not in because they're in these homes. You're going to be in. I'm going to be in because we're unvaxxed. That's their plan. And if you think they're not going to couldn't red dawn us with all these ports, their sleeper cells, they could take the grid down so easily. They're already attacking it. They're setting that up uh, because they're going to have to change this narrative. China owns us. They've got. We've been telling everyone that China is stacked up all over the Canadian border. Right. And, and, wake and the hell up. Some... Any second, we can get red dawn. We're not above that. And people that think that that can't happen to us, they broke every single militia that I know about just about by putting feds in and breaking them up. They caused discord within the groups, and they broke them up and broke them up and broke them up. Okay, That's what happened, and the militias are weak. They turned the public sentiment against the militias, which was our one chance to at least fight back. You know, So we're in a really well, it, and bad situation. People need to realize you're well, and you're exactly right, and 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 that goes right back to these friend groups that I was talking about uh, earlier and stuff like that. Now, I'm on a couple of different pages and stuff like that, but these are the people that they're going to use uh, to hammer down on domestic terrorists. All right. Uh, I mean, you would. I mean, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, they advocate for violence. Uh, they go by handles like "comic killer" and da da da, one thing and another. And uh, uh, these people have a serious problem because it's like a stupidity feeding frenzy or something. And uh, you know, uh, I keep an eye on uh, them the same way I do the. Uh, Extremists on the left side because uh, they're uh, they're stupid enough to set something off between themselves uh, and to bring down a whole movement because of uh, 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 any kind of lack of uh, for lack of discipline. I don't know education, uh, ability to critical think. I don't know what it is, but uh, there's a I mean, there's some stupidly scary uh, people out there, you know. And now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm talking about dreams here and stuff like that. Now, there's good, solid groups out there. They're constitutional. They're law-abiding, uh, and uh, they're training and stuff. But it's not to overthrow the government. Uh, it's not to fight uh, the government. It is to protect their families, their home, their communities in the case that uh, a red dawn does happen. And, of course, if they were able to take grids down, the economy is uh, collapsed, uh, 
And I guarantee you, there is absolutely nothing to stop them from rolling across our southern border. Not a thing in the world to stop them. Uh, we've allowed our stuff to become uh, uh, weak. Uh, all of our manufacturing uh, is in uh, uh, China because corporations like that cheap slave labor. Uh, we've got a real mess here, people. And unfortunately... Uh, we kind of got to uh, uh, take responsibility for some of it because a lot of this stuff happened on our watch. And uh, I've got to admit, there was at one point in my life and stuff like that that I uh, I was so busy chasing the dollar and uh, doing uh, what I wanted to do that uh, I wasn't paying attention to what these people were doing. you know, as long as it didn't uh, affect me directly, uh, I didn't care. And then, uh, like I said, uh, woke up one day, saw this, and oh my God, you know, all these changes in the history books and stuff uh, that's happened over the last 40 years, uh, that happened on our watch. Uh, we wasn't paying attention to what they were being taught in school. Because uh, I, uh, I went in there and infiltrated you know, my kids' school. I had one in high school, I had one in junior high, and I had one in elementary, so I went infiltrated and started substituting. And I substituted all the different uh-huh. levels, so I knew exactly what the hell was being taught at my kids' schools, you know. But Joseph, uh, uh, Joseph's back. I know you didn't even know he was gone, but he keeps getting dropped and then coming back on and dropped and coming back on. And there was a few times he yeah, tried to talk, but act- then he <laughs> dropped. My phone's so. actually retarded, so... Sorry about that. <laughs> it might be my internet. But, I'm not in the shed, and so. Right, but everything Russell was talking about, you know, has been spot on. And I was listening, listening to what you were saying, Ed, about those ships and everything. And I was thinking, you did, you did a special on that not too long ago on YouTube about the ships and, you know, in the uh, China and all that. And I was wondering, do you think all that's connected yeah, but they to just all that, that or? all that down. They just took it. They just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> that so, well, they don't want you, the truth to be you known. Know, you know? Uh, the case of that is, uh, uh, you know, like you said, there's absolutely hundreds and hundreds of ships that now is part of uh, the uh, intentional uh destruction of the supply chain but uh, mm-hmm. you've got a hell of a wonder too I mean you know and I'm just throwing this out there uh, for shits and grits how about if the stuff uh, sitting over there uh, on those ships uh, not I don't not true you'd have such uh, you'd have so many work boats running through there trying to feed that many troops that uh, it would be obvious Uh uh, what if uh, what if most of what's sitting out there on those ships are uh, what will be needed to uh, repair the uh, say repair the grid? Exactly. Uh, like or was saying, you know, being red dawned is not out of the question. I personally don't see that happening because I really don't think they want a ground war with the American people. Hey, uh, uh, we have a call. caller. Do you want me to take calls, Russell? Do you want me to take a call? We yeah. got a caller. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. If I can get it off. 
Hi, welcome to Wolfpack Radio. We have a caller, 323 area code. Hello. Yeah, how you doing? This is Joe. I think that's Joseph from the Wolverine Show. Hello, and um, Benny, it's been a long time. Hey, I think it's been a long time. I've been on this show, I think it's about 10 months or so. I was listening to the Gunny. Are you my New York guy? Are you the guy from New York? No. Mm -mm. Okay, sorry. I have a guy from New York that sounds a lot. He kind of sounded like you. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Thank okay. you for calling. <laughs> so, later. yeah. Uh, you did play, what's I don't know if I got the tune. In any case, Gunny was talking, you were talking about the Afghanistans and the other people being imported in here by the, uh, you know, by the feds. Um, yeah, what they could be used for would be to replace the, um, the troops. And if they're not going to be used to replace the troops, the Afghanistans, that I'm mentioning in particular are going to be especially dangerous because immigrants who have come over here, for example, the Hondurans, Guatemalans, Puerto Ricans, etc., they've all come over mm-hmm. here to escape a particular type of environment. The Afghanistans have been UN shipped over here, and their neighborhoods have been blown up. Their families have been killed by the United States in particular. So they're going to come over here with an acting grind. So even if they're not going to be conscripted into the service to replace the troops that were going to be pushed out as a result of refusing the vaccine, these people will be glad to, to, um, to create false flags, bomb buildings, um, and do anything to destroy America because that's going to be their mission. If we were invaded by China and we were sent over to China against our will, I don't think we'd all start speaking Chinese, and uh, I think we would band together to try to take down Beijing. So I think these mm-hmm. people are going to be do- able to do that, too. So we do have the possibility of a red dawn, as you guys were talking about. And if not, then we've got a- at least 100,000 Afghanistans who hate America, who will kill any American if given the opportunity, and will, <laughs> and will mm-hmm. be rewarded by the American government. Mm-hmm. And it's like we were saying earlier, Bristol was saying earlier in those containers, but what if in those containers are actually rockets and missiles, too, in there? Who knows? What mm-hmm. if there's a nuclear Plus warhead K. in there? No, I don't well, I mean, every that, field uh, out here, I'm in the country, yeah. and every field out here has containers. Every neighbor I have has containers mm-hmm. out here, okay? And we don't know who the hell owns that land, you know? And then I did that special on China and the ports and everything, you know, the reports, and I showed about the Club K, but I also showed about the Chinese uh, uh, container homes where you just push a button and these walls open up and close in, and you've got an instant home. And it's pretty badass, but it's terrifying also, you know? When you look around where I'm at in central Texas, I'm out in the country, and I'm kind of in a boat, so I can see a lot of places all around me, especially with my binoculars and my scope. I usually use my scope, to be honest with you. And uh, there's containers all around me. So how do I know which ones are Club mm-hmm. K and which ones are, are chi- Chinese apartment homes, you know? It's really scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, it's also too like we talked on the show. It's like we talked on the show and we had Joe on. You know, these these illegals that are coming in are mostly Guatemalan, too, and possibly Guatemalan soldiers. 
Kevin because there's some organizations that Russell has confirmed that are just waiting for the work for the green light. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I just got another tactical vest yesterday. That makes three, and I went shopping this week looking at different plates because I'm not real happy with uh, some of mine. And I got my Kevlar gloves, mm-hmm. and I've been I've been practicing going full battle rattle just about every single day because it's been a while, and I'm rusty. To be honest with you, it took me about a week just to find my boots, my wool socks, <laughs> my 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 clothes. <laughs> oh, you're I'm really ready, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been rusty. Now, my, but I'll tell you what I pulled out was my uh, gas mask, and. Uh, uh, yeah, because I'm kind of concerned about that. So I've been putting all of the gas masks together for the family and trying to work it on those. I thought the little suit. Oh, uh, remember, remember what happened, man, when we had the, when he had the fake bug out. <laughs> well, remember that? The fake uh, bug out. <laughs> we thought we thought thought uh, L.A. was being attacked. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, so this is, we're on the air, and we're just fixing to go off the air on Resistance Radio, and he says he gets a live report from – it's validated. It's it's correct, okay? And uh, this is true. And there was just an attack on L.A. and, and this other place and all the groups going down and this and that, and then all of a sudden we just went off the show. And right, wasn't that about the time I, – so I went to bed, right? And when I woke yep. up, there wasn't any electricity in my house. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I got to go get funny. my stuff. Well, I had got so much gear that I didn't want my husband to know how much gear I had. And I'm usually not shady, but I didn't lie. I just didn't tell him for a little while. And I actually rented an extra little storage shed that I had all my extra gear in because I had so much gear I didn't want him to know how much I had, you know. And so uh, mm-hmm. I started to go get my gear because I was thinking, you know, grid down. Well, I get to the storage shed. It's all electronic. You can't open the gate. The gate's about 12 foot tall. I can't uh-huh. come over it. You know, you can't get your storage shed. I'm like, oh, my God, I just locked all my survival crap up and can't get to it. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so stupid. Yeah, that was know? funny. That was funny. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, everything is going crazy right now. And these guys, they're so desperate, you know, and everything. They're going to, like we said on our show, they're going to throw everything at one time at us. I mean, they're doing it right now. They're going to throw it all at us to keep us distracted. Well, that's you know, let's not forget how easy and, it is to take to take down America. All you have to do is just uh, pull the grid. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you'll have exactly. looting in the streets. You'll have people robbing Walmart, coming to your house for food. If you don't have a gun, you're dead. And even if you do have a gun, mm-hmm. then people are going to be throwing Molotov cocktails at you. I would recommend everybody in every Second Amendment community have drills. So that in case Black Lives Matter and Tifa looting uh, looters show up, you know where everybody is. So you don't shoot everybody else in the head, and you take them out. Can I mm-hmm. tell you? Um, I really tried to see this in the militia movement when I first got in, uh, and I did a lot to try to help move the militia movement into this direction, as Russell can even attest to, because. You know, being the last defense for our local communities was really what that was all about, okay, and protecting our state, okay, not going somewhere else, not going to D.C., not going anywhere else. It's not really what militia is all about, so people twist it, you know. And so what I did was I did start a local militia and worked with our local law enforcement, and so we had a threat for Antifa and and all the other militias and everything all went to Austin. And these militia, these Antifa were supposedly going to attack different random places in Texas, right? And so I called my chief of police because I was only just like a minute from there, you know, from where we were at, maybe two minutes from there, 
at the most, not even that far probably. And our uh, Bell County was 20 minutes from there. So the nearest Bell County they could even get there would be 20 minutes, right? And so I called and let them know. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, my, my rebel company's here. We're full battle rattle, and we're waiting on a call. You know, we're on standby. He's like, okay, I got you. You know, so we through our channels. And he's like, I hope I don't have to use you, but if I do, if I have to, I will. You know, and so we had everything set up just in case it was there, so we could help defend our community and assist the, our lo- local law enforcement because he would have been a sitting duck all by himself. You know, yeah. but nothing happened, and we didn't end up going. But it was a good drill for us. You know, but it was just really hard because a lot of people just aren't interested, and they listen to the media propaganda about what militia is, and they don't listen to what the truth is. That every community needs this because you're learning food preservation, you're learning a triage for medical care, you're learning uh, search and rescue, you're learning how to go in and get your child if some terrorist takes her and tries to kill her, you know? You know how to take into the house, and I know how to do it because I made Gunny's door-kicking team, and you know what? Not a lot of people made Gunny's door-kicking team, okay? No, they don't. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and, and, and that's the whole thing of it, and uh, uh, it, it's family and community and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the group that I'm personally involved with, we are that county uh, reserve sheriff, okay, reserve deputy sheriff force. Uh, we work closely with the sheriff. They know that they're we're open lines of communication. Uh, you know, we're not out to, uh, uh, you know, it's not our job to go to D.C. It's not our job to go to Michigan or wherever the hell because uh, that's mm-hmm. not what our, our mission is. And for every group that's out there operating as they should, constitutionally, legally, and stuff like that, uh and it's on both sides. Uh, you have groups mm-hmm. out there that are absolutely doing everything. I mean, I don't think they realize they're doing it, but they are doing everything humanly possible to hurt them with their uh, mm-hmm. stupidity and calls for violence and one thing or another. You know, that's not what any of that. Well, those are being infiltrated. Yeah, those are being infiltrated. And besides which, Obama did say we needed a civilian force to be as large as, what, the police force, the military? I forget which. But Medical. Hey, yeah. I mean, he called for it himself, and he got cheered for it, so why should anybody complain? As long as the militia and the police force are working together, then exactly. you know, it means double double protection for the community. So that's right. what we do you know. here where I'm at. We're we're pretty organized here. So, I mean, if anything goes goes down, we have a way of communicating and letting each other know. Because, you know, our neighbors, we're not next door to each other. We're like several miles apart. So if anything happens, hey, we can have somebody up here real quick, you know. Or if anything goes down, we'll be set up. So instead, Yeah, that's so, important. But if, mm-hmm. And, you yeah, know, because yeah. I live right out in the desert. So, you know, and pretty much I can see anything coming or going. But, you know, I also live by a military base, too. <laughs> you know, so, of course, we're going to see a lot of stuff happening. So we're gonna, we're prepared. So like we tell people when they make threats, you dare you to come on out here. 
we got plenty of room, room to bury bodies, you know. <laughs> and they, they pretty much leave us alone up here, you know. I told yeah. you don't that violence. I told you don't incite violence. He's talking about burying people already. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey I'm Joe. not like Virgil. <laughs> Joe, uh, you called my, haven't you called my show before several times? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I, I haven't I been was, here for about. This is you, right? Is this you? Is this Gray or... yeah. yeah, that's that's the theme that you um, that you did for me. Thank you very much, Ann. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember you. Of course, I remember you. I thought yeah, Joe's our regular caller, although he hasn't called in in a couple of weeks. We've been wondering where you've been, man. He's the Godfather. Oh, the Godfather. Oh, yeah, because he's. I can't think of that. And you know, Joseph, since you live, uh, you live, you know, several miles away from your neighbors. Um, if you have a setup or network with your neighbors, that if you see something mm-hmm. or if they see something, and everybody can you know, can mount up at a moment's notice. Oh yeah. Because oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we're wanting to we want to work with the military up here at Kirkland to try to get some kind of mass thing going just in case. You know. Mm. And uh, get like a hospital unit going up here, and everything because there's there's some good areas up here you can do that with, and and everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, bring your wounded or whatever. Because I'm qualified, I'm qualified tech, and everything. So and I can train people that need it, you know, and everything mm. and and stuff. So that comes in handy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, uh, but I think uh, I'm well, not a doctor, yeah. but I, but I could I could do the medic stuff. Yeah. I, I think the militia needs to get on a. Uh, I think the militia needs to get on a marketing program so that all fifty states will realize that's how important mm-hmm. the, the militias are, and how they're not a threat to the community, as the mainstream uh-huh. propagandist machine would have everybody know. Oh, yeah. Lord. yeah, I mean, I, that's, I mean, that's what we do up here. I'm a grandma, you know. I'm a grandma, so I mean, what kind of threat am I really, you know? But uh, I, I really, I am. I guess I am. But <laughs> the truth be known, I guess I could be. But you know, we do work with the sheriffs up here too. So and you know, and they keep us alert, and we keep them alert. You know what's going on and everything, and it works out. You know, no, like I'm we had serious. a flood. I'm so nervous about this stuff. I am. I'm really nervous because I'm here in Central Texas, and you know we're getting invaded. We're invaded, and then we've got all these unfriendlies coming into Colleen, flying into the Fort Hood. I'm only 20 minutes from there. The air chatter's crazy. Uh-oh. I got a bad, I got a bad vibe. I've been hearing these booms, you know. So I got, I got two tactical vests and uh, two Kevlar helmets. I just got a third tactical vest to get another set of plates. Mm-hmm. I got two gas mask setups. I got two kits set up, you know, with the medic and stuff, right? Good kits. You'd love it, mm-hmm. Gunny. You'd mm-hmm. love it. Set up just the way you taught me to set it up. <laughs> your style. Yeah, right. you'll love it. Well, it's not just me. I got I got all my got medical kits. I got I got my heart monitors. I got my I got everything. You know, blood pressure kit. I got everything set up in my medical kit. So if you need it, I can just grab it and go. You know, and the thing everything. Is, of course, that cost point where we're gonna have to need it here at where I'm at. You know, I'm just gonna say. Uh, we're all probably going to be goners, okay? I mean, if it gets to that point, let's mm-hmm. just be real. But I do want to right. have my kid uh, be kitted up and protected in case there's some, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we had uh, – Russ, Gutty says he doesn't see a, a Red Dawn attack. But I see it. I could see it uh, real 
uh, I'm really good at tactical stuff, you know. And I've been looking at this layout. I can mm-hmm. really see how it could happen. I can see that it is possible, you know. And so mm-hmm. I'm not oh, saying well, that's that, like probable, but it is possible. It's like Russell said. No, they no, don't no. want to start a ground war up here with us. <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> you know. Dude, what they, makes they you think you would win, what makes you think we would win? Uh, we can't even get groups together okay. uh, to talk, okay? They've got us shut down. They've cut off our ammo supplies. Most people, by the time they woke the fuck up, didn't listen to us when we told them, stock your ammo, stock your ammo, stock your ammo. They didn't stock your right. ammo, okay? They didn't get their gear. They didn't stock up on their food. And you can go out and buy a shit ton of groceries, and it doesn't last very long. People didn't listen. If it gets right. to that point. Dude, we're so screwed. What really makes you well, think we're going to win? Everyone's comms are going to be right. down. Unless you have a Faraday cage, and mm-hmm. guess what? I've got a Faraday cage because I'm a badass like that. But guess what I got in my Faraday cage? Not a damn thing. So every bit of my stuff's going to get fried because I keep taking it out to use it, you know, and I don't put it back. So right. I wouldn't have nothing. Mine's I don't all have set up. Mine's mine set up to where I can I grab it. Gear. I mean, I you know. Mine, you know? Mm-hmm. I use my night vision. I use my gear. I need my radios. Right. <laughs> Every day. I need my stuff. <laughs> I'm glad that you said that, and because there are a lot of people who believe that, you know, that all they have to do is watch a Rambo movie or a John Wayne movie, and they're going to be out there in the streets fighting shoulder to shoulder. And I say, well, if you do that, you might as well, you know, bring along some body bags like Rambo said, because mm-hmm. ammo is going to disappear. You don't have enough food for over a month. You're not organized. Who are the generals? This isn't the Civil War where the Confederates already mm-hmm. had their cannons and their bayonets and their forts already in place. The militias should, the, the militias should combine in all 50 states and be aware of the infiltrators who keep on saying, well, we've got to uh, bomb this place, or we have to use violence. Those people, you already know, are FBI infiltrators. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what militias should, should do is just be with the sheriffs, convince them that the militias are on their side, and then and maybe we, yeah, we got might rid have of a chance. We got rid of any of that jobs real quick, didn't we, Denny? We need to do with that shit. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, you know, the real, and, the real uh, good infiltrators didn't do that right off the bat. You know, they went slow, went slow, went slow, and waited till you were weak, and then brought it up, and then prodded you to start doing it. You know, those were the really good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because hey, we never uh, planned on doing nothing, guys. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, you, excuse hey, me, but for a second, guys. Uh, I need to uh, blast off. I got a really early day tomorrow. Uh, and uh, thank you for having me on the show, man. I love it when we get to sit down and have these chats like this. Uh, uh, and, you know, uh, everyone, uh, just uh, like I said, there's way too many variables for anybody to know what is going to happen or how it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Uh, worry is a waste of time. Uh, don't do that, man. Just uh, stand strong. Stay on your ground, uh, live without fear, and uh, and enjoy life. Have some fun. And whatever comes exactly. is coming, and we will uh, get through it all together. All right? So, uh, and thank you again, man. Love you, my I'll battle see you back, buddy. Uh, Thursday uh, night, right? Yeah, we'll be Thursday night right. at 8 o'clock Central. So, if y'all want to call back in, we'd love to have everybody. And, uh, uh, Godfather, you're welcome to to call in any time and 
of course, Joseph. That's without saying to the boys and partners. So I'm your boss. Anytime, anytime. Good night, man. Good night. Love you guys. Thank you, Russell. Man. I appreciate you having me out. Is the first time we ever let you uh, talk, right. isn't it? Is that yeah. the first time we ever let you uh, talk? Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> we were off. Right. Horrible. I'll see you tomorrow All night, right. Russell. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, bye. Y'all got to show tomorrow night. Guys, to get back on the subject, you know, we, uh, but like, like what Joe was saying is, is you know, let's 